Welcome to the Essential Geopolitics Podcast from Stratfor, a rain company. I'm Emily Donahue. In this podcast, the topic is the European Union's Green Deal. My guest, Adriano Bassoni, Senior European Analyst. Adriano, welcome. Hi, Emily. Nice talking with you again. Uh, listen, what's the EU's Green Deal? Well, the Green Deal is basically a roadmap. It's a series of legislative proposals, regulatory reforms and best practices that seek to reduce the EU's carbon emissions to zero by 2050. This is the flagship policy of the current European Commission, but it's also uh, supported by large member states such as Germany and France, which means that um, Paris, Berlin and a few others will back it politically and economically for the foreseeable future. Uh, as a result, I think the trend in the EU is moving in the direction of a reduction of CO2 emissions, even if the implementation will be full of obstacles and it may not be as smooth or as fast as the European Commission wants. Why is the European Commission so excited about it? The European Commission has identified the fight against climate change as a core policy for the coming decades and that's why they want to make the block uh, carbon neutral by 2050. But of course this is easier said than done for um, economic and political reasons. The project has um, several economic obstacles. One of them of course is money. The European Union has promoted uh, several ways to pay for the, for the Green Deal, including uh, the EU budget for the first time ever, 30% of the EU's 1.1 trillion euro budget for the 2021-2027 period will be spent on, on green initiatives. Uh, the European Investment Bank will also grant credits and, and, and pay for green initiatives. Uh, they just created what they call the Just Transition Fund that will help countries, particularly in Central and Eastern Europe, pay for a transition. The European Commission wants to create new taxes to help pay for the Green Deal. But of course, uh, this money will not be enough. The European Union has admitted that without uh, strong support and strong participation from the private sector, uh, it will not, the, the Green Deal will, will not happen. So that's the big question mark, the extent to which the private sector will take advantage of the so-called green revolution in the EU and finance uh, companies and, 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 and other sectors of the economy transition to, to, to greener forms of energy. And then, of course, there are some political obstacles. Um, not every member of the European Union shares the same sense of urgency when it comes to reducing CO2 emissions, especially at a time when uh, the, uh, the continent is in a recession because of the coronavirus uh, crisis. Um, countries in Central and Eastern Europe have warned that the transition will be particularly expensive for them because they are heavily reliant on coal. So they are arguing that there is not enough money for them to, to, to uh, work on the transition. Countries in Southern Europe may be reluctant to increase pressure on their industrial sectors to undergo expensive technological transformations at a time when they are dismissing workers, when they are struggling to remain alive. So um, not everyone in the EU thinks this will be so easy and so fast. 
you just identified some of the risks, but talk to me a little bit about the risks and opportunities for companies operating in Europe. Yeah, as I said, um, because of the Green Deal, the EU's main financial institutions will make a lot of money available. There will be credit, there will be grants, there will be all sorts of financing available for the transformation of the economy. So uh, those companies, those sectors of the economy that are in a, in a strong position to take advantage of that situation, they, they will find lots of opportunities connected to the, to the Green Deal. But at the same time, there are some uh, risks or, or at least challenges for companies. Um, there will be new taxes and new tariffs for high carbon products. There will be greater regulatory pressure for companies to transition to more environmentally friendly operations. There are talks about a carbon tax on imports from uh, countries outside of the EU that have uh, lower um, environmental standards. Uh, which could make some products more expensive. Um, so to make a long story short, um, companies will have access to unprecedented amounts of money to transition to greener sources of energy um, and to greener operations, uh, but they will also be under growing um, regulatory uh, pressure to transition, which for some of them will be very expensive. I imagine car makers are probably going to be hit quite hard. Well, there are different sectors of the economy. We have to keep in mind that um, the Green Deal covers many, many areas, such as uh, the circular economy, or there are projects to make buildings more uh, environmentally friendly. There are uh, projects to build smart and eco-friendly infrastructure. They want to shift uh, from road freight to rail and water war uh, waterway freight. They want to make the agri-food sector more environmentally friendly, which will be a, a big deal and a big source of debate. But of course, there are industries such as steel, chemicals, cement that um, will be under massive pressure to transition and, and, and it could be particularly expensive and costly for them to do it. Thanks for that analysis, Adriano. Thank you, Emily. Adriana Bassoni is Senior European Analyst for Stratfor, a rain company. You can read more on this topic and Adriana's analysis of what will happen next with a subscription to Stratfor Worldview. Worldview provides that what happens next to help you stay ahead of the news and your competition. Check out the special price for podcast listeners at stratfor.com slash podcast offer. That's all one word, stratfor.com slash podcast offer. I'm Emily Donahue. Thanks for listening.